when we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. I'm loving all of this rain that we've been getting here in North Texas and many other places uh, over the past several days. Our waterways are going to be looking good this spring, and I was noticing one of my favorite fishing holes the other day, and this is happening in a lot of places, drought had exposed the shoreline and creek bottom for a long time. You know, 110 degrees for a couple of months and no rain. It'll do that, and it did. But then the rains came, and now fresh vegetation, lots of places for fish to hide, big bass to hide and ambush that spinnerbait coming through there, or that bug you flip up in there. Hold on tight. It could be a real exciting spring in just a few more weeks. I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors, proud partners with Patriot Mobile. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. If you own a dog, you need Fortiflora in the fridge. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Unless we're on the highway, we come to you from the Bermuda Triangle of Good Old Boy each and every week. Decatur, Bowie, Alvord, Texas. Gateway to the grasslands. Never more than a 22 volley from a pig hunt or a fishing trip. It's a wonderful place to be, especially when you drop by to visit. Welcome. Glad you're here. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and make yourself at home. The Big Fish Bonanza has already started. It's a brand new Toyota Sherlunker season. And a brand new reservoir has been added to the list of contributing giants. J.B. Thomas Reservoir. Ever heard of it? Probably not. Lawrence Lee of Temple, Texas went fishing on J.B. Thomas just over a week ago and hung Sherlunker number 651. 651 largemouth bass, 13 pounds or bigger. She weighed 13.79. And J.B. Thomas is now the 76th public reservoir in Texas to produce one of these legacy class 13-pounders. Hey, congratulations, Lawrence. That's huge, literally. We're going to share the camp house with a couple of my good friends today from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Game Warden Randolph McGee and Captain Steve Stapleton. The three of us got together for a Q&A seminar at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. And Hey, I had the recorder rolling. So exactly how do you become a game warden in the state of Texas? Steve? They apply, and then we put them through quite the process. So they go through a process today of uh, what Garrett will go through is a, uh, several agility tests, rowing uh, on a rower, which sounds simple enough. It fails a lot of people. And then right now in 20 minutes, he'll be in a pool. Well, he'll have to conduct a series of exercises and swim so far so fast in the proper amount. Look at the hats that just walked in the room, Randolph. That's a showstopper. I don't know whose is better, hers or his, but they're, they are matching. Anyway. I'm going with her. They go through this process of, of rowing, swimming. If they pass that, then they go and they will sit in front of a panel of game wardens and interview. And that sounds simple enough, but it is not. Yeah. And we ask them very simple questions, and you'd be surprised how many of them cannot answer the questions. Randolph will be on one of these interview boards coming up. And we'll go through all that. We will select the top batch out of that, and then we will do an extensive background um, review of them all the way down to their first girlfriend, their kindergarten teacher, 
their mom and dad, their wives, brothers, cousins. And then from there, we will select the cream of the crop. And if we like you and you pass all the hoops, you're not done yet. We will send you off to our high-speed academy in Hamilton, Texas, which is the best in the nation. Yeah, it is. And it's in the middle of nowhere for a reason, Billy, because you get out there and it makes you rethink your life. And you realize when I leave here, I could go someplace even more desolate, like Presidio, you know, or Martha. <laughs> go work the board. Yeah, yeah exactly. So the academy is, is quite long. It's getting longer by the day. It's, it's right at eight months. This next round of cadets will probably be in there for nine months because... Why is that? Why is it getting longer? So as a game warden... I'd like to know, Billy. <laughs> no. Yeah, go ahead. You're doing a great job. Well, I appreciate that, Randolph. <laughs> so it's not as simple as just being a, a Texas game warden and knowing the laws and the regs for wildlife and wild places, but it's, it's extensive with that. And then saltwater regs, okay? And then inland regs. And then natural resource regs. And then past that, we're a peace officer. So then we have to learn the traffic code. Then we have to learn the penal code. And then we have to learn the code of criminal procedures. And it drags on and drags on until wow. it's eight months. On top of all that, we train these guys, ladies and guys, to a high level of there's a lot of swimming. Uh, there's a lot of physical fitness. Uh, there's a lot of wildlife ID. For the college degree, you don't necessarily have to have a, a wildlife degree. We will take any degree that's four years. We get a lot of second career people. We, we get doctors. We get lawyers who've really? been off to the real world and want to come play. Yeah. And surprisingly, a lot of them may not be a duck hunter, and we have to teach them duck ID. Yeah. So between that and everything else, it spans out to eight, nine months. So it's quite extensive. So, And also, though, when you're in the academy for eight or nine months, by the time we give you an assignment, it doesn't matter where it is. You're just glad to go somewhere else other than there. This corner of the camp house at Kinder Outdoors is brought to you by Calming Care. It settles the overactive dog very gently over time. Calming Care. Hey everybody, it's Bassmaster Elite Anger Keith Combs. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Come on, Kinder, I told you a time on Spinner, mate. What are you thinking, man? Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. That means a lot to me, but hey, first and foremost i got to have cell service. Well, let me tell you, if you have cell service in your hunting blind now or on your favorite fishing hole now, up the creek, in the pasture, from the ground blind, from that cross-country state that you enjoy hunting each and every year, you're going to have that same service and coverage with Patriot Mobile. So why switch? Because Patriot Mobile offers that same broad coverage on dependable nationwide 4G and 5G networks and offers exceptional support while at the same time, and here's the difference, relentlessly fighting for our shared values, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, Second Amendment rights. Only Patriot Mobile does that. Free activation with promo code KINDER, K-I-N-D-E-R. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, 
and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Once upon a time, long, long ago, elk roamed bountifully across most of North America. Their bugle cut the early morning fog in the hills of Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, coast to coast. And then they were gone. But in 1984, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation was born. And since then, a quarter of a million people have joined the elk effort. Nearly nine and a half million acres have been preserved or access opened up to the public. There are more than 500 RMEF chapters, and the way we go about our business makes us one of the most efficient and effective conservation organizations in the U.S. The Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation plays a leading role in restoring elk to their historic habitat. Today, make a difference in the world. Make an impact. Learn how at rmef.org. The old camp house floor creaks a little, but don't worry. You're on solid ground with Tender Outdoors. Presented to you by Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. I, like a lot of other people, have traveled many tens of thousands of miles uh, with my bird dogs in the truck or maybe in the dog box in the back of the truck or the dog trailer behind the truck. Uh, changes in routine, changes in water. Changes in hunting or exercise patterns, all of these things can bring on GI upset in our dogs. And Florida Flora fixes that, also works great before the trip as a preventative measure. Florida Flora. If you own a dog, you ought to have it in the fridge. Let's get back to the wardens. Warden Randolph McGee and Captain Steve Stapleton from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. I'm driving down Highway 19 at the River Bridge. 
I look over and I see a guy sitting on a pickle bucket with a rod and reel, fishing in the Sabine River. And I think to myself, Randolph, hey, I'm a game warden. I'll check him. So I pull down past the, the embankment, drive all the way up to him, pull up to the pickle bucket, put it in park, get out, walk up, and this dude still has not seen me. Okay, That's how sneaky we are. Walk right behind him, have to lean in front of him. Hey, buddy. And he kind of turns around like this, and all of a sudden, we're trained at that high level. He has that look, uh -huh. okay? Yeah. And I just go into, hey, buddy, go ahead and stand up. Before we even go any places, is there something on you that I need to know about? Good question. Yep. And he does this. This is, and this is very insightful. It's a big clue. It happens fast, so pay attention, because most trained people don't see this. I say, is there anything on you I need to know about? And this guy does this. <laughs> he just gave up. So I get in there, all right? And I pat him down. I grab this pocket, and I feel a bag of something. I'm like, hey, man, hey, man, what, what is that? And he turns around, honest, okay? You asked yeah, about being honest. honest. He turns around and goes, I said, what is that? And he goes, that's my weed. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Okay, pull it out. I go to this pocket and I feel something, and it's long, and it's kind of mushy, and it's running down here. And I grab it and I'm like, "Oh, what is that?" And he goes, "That's my cream." Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's antifungal cream. Anyway, get through all through this. Hey, he's wanted. We're going to jail for the dough. The whole nine yards. I look at him, and it has to be weird because it's Van Zandt County. I'm like, hey, man, you got any ID on you? Because we're going to have to book you in jail. And he goes, no. DPS took that from me like, I don't know, two or three DWIs ago. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we're going to have to book you in. He goes, wait. And he gets real excited. He goes, I've got my racing ID if you'd like to see that. It's Van Zandt County. It happens. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I would love to see that. And I've already got him handcuffed. So we get into his wallet, and we pull out an indoor... Garland Grand Prix go-kart racing ID right. with his picture on the front with a cigar. <laughs> there he was go. honest. But he was honest. He was honest. Yeah, they're all honest. I pulled up there to, uh, we have some scrap metal thieves up there in Fannin County the other day. And here's how uh, honest people are. And I've got a couple stories about honest people. You laugh because... Normally we get lied to, but sometimes it's all about how you ask mm -hmm. and everything. So they're over there. They're at this old farmer's house up there, and there's some scrap metal laying out there everywhere. And there's a problem about people stealing this stuff to go down to sell it for their fix or whatever. And uh, I said, hey, I said, hey, I'm, are you just sitting there help, uh, helping this farmer uh, pick up his stuff? And he, I, and he goes, he goes, I'm stealing it. <laughs> I said, all right. <laughs> hey, the best one the other day, though, was uh, there was uh, there was a guy, hey, like the guy on the pickle bucket, there was a guy fishing, and it was nasty weather and everything, and I didn't imagine him catching any crappie, but this guy down in a boat, and I said, hey, you catching any? And he said, I'm about to my limit. And uh, I said, okay, raise up the cooler lid. This guy's by himself, and you can't fit another crappie oh, in this boy. cooler. And I thought of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I've, got, I've got a 25-fish cooler. <laughs> yep. And, hey, this guy, and it's it's up the rocks and all that. Uh, I, he started counting them. 
And, uh, and he said, Mr. Warden, I'm way over my limit. And I said, I can see that. I said, which boat ramp did you put in? It was up there at Lake Bonham, right there. It was two boat ramps. He said, I put in on the north end. And I said, could I trust you to take all those fish around and meet me at the north end boat ramp? And he said, no, sir, probably not. <laughs> okay, ma'am. I said, let's bring them up the hill. So, uh, I like it. <laughs> people are honest. But sometimes, hey, I made a really good deer case the other day. And, uh, you know, talk about people being honest. But sometimes we put them in that position to, uh, you know, we kind of guide them down the path of righteousness, you know, that they need to take. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, I had some, uh, about some fourth-hand information on a couple big bucks that were taken up there in Fannin County and possibly a doe out of season. And I went to that uh, guy's house and boom, 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 knocked on his door. And when he come to the door, he had that look <laughs> that Steve's talking about, that look. And, hey, I'm just, I went into Hey man, I heard you killed a big deer. There's some rumors about it, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna get uh, get rid of those rumors right now and make sure that deer's legal. And he just drops his head <laughs> like uh, we're not gonna make it legal, man. So, uh, have you, have either of you guys ever uh, approached anyone in the field that was hunting with an atlatl? I didn't bring my sling with me. <laughs> How many of you know what an atlatl is? I mean, it's legal, right? State of Texas, you can hunt with an atlatl. And, and it's on the books for some reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The true atlatl, like you're talking about, is on a stick that's a launching stick, and they have another long stick with a projectile point on the end of it, and they walk up and just chunk it. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Now, he's really got into slingshots all of a sudden, and, and more, more precise shepherd slings. Right, Billy. We spend on. <laughs> yeah, we've been we having to go to the border and have a lot of time on our hands down there sometimes, and we're up there on the bank and uh, and we're looking at some uh, primitive uh, primitive ways to um, to take you know some berries off a tree and things like that. Yeah. So a uh, the good old fashioned David and Goliath shepherd sling, uh, I have perfected it pretty good. And, no uh, kidding. Yep. Yeah, it, it, Handmade materials from the real Handmade, brand. yeah, I, uh, from parachute cord. I'll be darned. Is there ever hey, any hey, wagering hey, between wardens? Yeah, let's 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 correct it. He he has almost perfected it. He'll go to hucking this thing because it's monkey see, monkey do. He does something, and the next thing I know, the whole rest of my district all have them, and they're all doing this in the parking lot. Hey, so if he wants to hit this sign, he's pretty good. Hey, nine out of ten times, he'll hit it. But one time out of ten times, it's going that way. All right? <laughs> and we've learned that the hard way, haven't we, Randall? We had to pay for a few windows up there. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute. A focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. 
Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, folks. It's Larry Weissson, Mr. Whitetail. I always enjoy spending time here at Big Village Camp House and sure glad that you do, too. Kinder Outdoors will be right back. If you love to hit the woods with a bow in your hand, now is the time to visit Cinnamon Creek Ranch Archery. You know, it is a buyer's year. And what I mean by that, no matter which brand you choose, whether it's a Hoyt, Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, it's going to be a good year to purchase a bow because everybody has something really good to offer. When you visit with the pros at Cinnamon Creek Archery, you're talking to guys that live this stuff day in and day out. We are a try-before-you-buy shop. Not to mention, altogether, we've got a well over 100 years of experience, so it's something that we do on a daily. I know I hunt two or three times a, a, a week, whether you know it's season or not, so we can definitely help you with that stuff. Cinnamon Creek Archery has practice ranges indoors and out. The static bags is just a range that has distances out to 100 yards. Uh, we also have four 3D courses. Each one of those has approximately 20 targets on it. We have a 30-yard upstairs range, and we have a 20-yard downstairs range. Come see us right now at CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority. Come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com Weatherford Truck Equipment has been supplying premium truck accessories and equipment since 1997. Chip Knees and the crew at Weatherford Truck Equipment are pros that can totally equip your farm, work, or town truck to totally suit your needs. Flatbeds, grill guards, bumpers, bed covers, toolboxes, hitches, running boards, or any custom fabrication that you can scheme up for your truck. Weatherford Truck Equipment is located at 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford, Texas, just 20 minutes west of Fort Worth. Visit online at weatherfordtruck.com and take a look at the exceptional quality in our truck accessories and customized metal fabrication. Ranch truck, service truck, special purpose truck, it's all at Weatherford Truck Equipment. Contact Chip and set up an appointment to talk over your truck accessory or custom fabrication needs. Weatherford Truck Equipment, 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford. 
National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Wing shooting in Argentina is an activity that must be experienced rather than explained. Dove are considered to be a plague in the area, so there are no bag limits, and there are no seasons to hunt them. We've got 20 million birds on the roost, and they're there 365 days a year. They're there every day, all day. They fly eight hours a day, every day. At Cordoba Doves, you'll enjoy delicious food, exceptional hospitality, beverages in the field, your own personal bird boy. Bird boy's job is to pour shells in your bag uh, when you're going through a box every five minutes and keep count of the birds that you've shot and to bring you something to drink every few minutes. At the end of the day, we pick up all the holes and pick up the birds, but you can't send him out to pick up birds at six or eight hundred times a day. Experience the very best that Argentina has to offer through Cordoba Doves. Contact the U.S. Representative Lane Balky at CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Freedom rings border to border and coast to coast each week with Patriot Mobile and Kinder Outdoors. Hey guys, if you've been wanting to get away with the wife on a hunt, I can pretty much assure you that she's going to love Joshua Creek Ranch. Luxury lodging, lodge-style rooms, private ranch houses, accommodations for up to 60 for that family reunion or big corporate outing, a resort-style pool and hot tub, fine dining, chef-prepared, wild game, and regional favorites. It's a wonderful place, not to mention... The best bird hunting in Texas, Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about them when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. We're replaying a recent seminar that I had the honor of emceeing with Texas Game Wardens Steve Stapleton and Randolph McGee. People are always finding a new way to bend the rules to work something in our advantage. Uh, drones, have you, have you had any situations with fishermen or deer hunters, people using drones? Legally, illegally? Uh, yeah, hey, up there, there's some guys. There are some drones out there uh, looking for hogs with the thermal imaging devices on them and everything, and they send them up, and these things are cost fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, and these guys then can afford it for little toys. They've got them, and, um, and now we have, uh, we have rules. You know, they come out with the technology, and then we got to catch up with the rules to, you know, to to make it legal and all that kind of stuff because uh, people are going scouting with these things and I don't know, I have mixed opinions on all that, but go ahead. 
Now let's, let's quiz the crowd. I'm a duck hunter. And I need to go scout this pond over here. See if my ducks are in there. It's a lot easier if I launch my drone. And I look. Yeah. Mr. Cotton, is that legal? You go look at a hole and see if it has ducks? Yeah, with the drone. This is how complicated things have got. Okay? This, and it's become very complicated. The answer is, that is illegal. I was told if you fly the drone, call the game warden and tell him you're going to fly. That's because Trent Hirschman's your game warden. <laughs> <laughs> it, hey, it is illegal. To do it, you have to actually apply for a permit, an aerial permit, with us to conduct it. Um, all these big ranches, when they do their surveys, they have to apply for a permit to do it. Same thing with helicopters. What about the guy sitting in a deer blind and he wonders what's in those woods over there? Should he go eat breakfast or sit a little longer? Same, same thing? You have to Anybody? check out to legally, all right, so there's, uh, it's black and white. Yes, it is illegal. But uh, and people are good at getting creative instead of flying that drone over there to see if there's any ducks. Hey, I'm going to check and see if there's any water in that pond. You know, uh, you know what I mean. Liar. So, hey, oh, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm going. To, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going over there to, yeah, see how many cedar trees I need to get out over there. Yes, sir. So then, with the uh, with the drone conversation, what's the difference between a a drone and a cellular game camera? Great question. It, it's it's the aerial part of it, so that that's and that's that's a federal law too. So there's the Airborne Sportsman Act is really where that's found. Billy, this is why our academy is nine months long is because of this kind of stuff. So, but uh, yeah, camera, how you redefine the world, but it doesn't get airborne. So, but the minute it does get airborne, yeah, then it falls under that that statute. So, so it is. <laughs> It is. You've got to get a aerial permit through our department, and uh, I believe, me personally, I think it, it's getting ridiculous to have to do that. <laughs> you can, yeah, what? Edit that out. Yeah, edit that out. <laughs> you know, there can be too many rules, but you know what? What can they do with it later? But uh, helicopter hog hunting really popular up here. Uh, they have to apply for a, a landowner authorization to be be able to have permission to fly on that property. It is a permit that they get through us. And like he said, it's an aerial deal and a drone is considered in that. And it's used in aid of scouting and, um, and doing that, so. But hey, on the same topic of, of technology and everything, it's, it's funny in game warden world how things have changed. In the old days of being a game warden, we made our cases three ways, okay? Hard work, ooh, that, yeah. Hey, ex-wives, okay. Rick, wait a minute, pause. Ah. Right, really? Yes. You'd go to the ex-wife? Uh, uh, we don't go to the ex-wife, she'd come to us. Oh. You won't believe what Billy Bob done drug home. Sorry, piece of crap. Yeah, oh, and we, yeah. So, so three things, remember this. Hard work, ex-wives, and the coup de gras, jilted hunting buddies. That you've done wrong. So we made them back then. Now, the world's changed. We make our cases three ways. Okay? Game cameras. Okay? Facebook. Twitter. Because people can't help it. Okay? They just can't. Witness that deer case he made. 
And when we show up and knock on the door and we say, you know why we're here? They have no idea. <laughs> we have Facebook. Holy cow. Man, that, that, one of you guys, I think it was one of you two boys that told me a few years ago about a, a guy that had poached a deer on Granny's place and Granny had been wanting to shoot that deer. Do you all remember that case? Who, who told me that? Hey, that was me. That was an OGT. Hey, OGT. Grandma. Yeah, OGT case, Operation Game Thief, and we get an 800 call in the middle of the night, and grand, I mean, what it was was grandson had shot the deer. Grandma called in on it is what happened and turned in grandkids how it all went down. So, yes, and that's, and, boy, that's a heck of a grandma yeah. right there. <laughs> Straight up, she wants to shoot that deer. Yes, sir, you have a question? GB. Now, on the topic of making cases, do y'all get to use drones? Do we get to use drones? Um, I hope you do. Yeah, yeah we, we have got drones. And uh, what is funny about these drones is we work for a state agency and we have this, we have se how, how many, several of these $20,000 drones. And, uh, but they have to have authorization from the FAA to uh, get them up. I can run down to uh, Best Buy and pay $600 and start flying one immediately around here. But uh, but yes, it's a act. It's you know it's uh, government stuff and everything. But yes, we can go and uh, and we can use them. And a lot of times for search and rescue, had uh, made a really good case a couple years ago. A guy was on in on some property, uh, could not see the property from adjacent property. It was just uh, and he had over two hundred thousand dollars worth of stolen equipment and stuff over there. And I put the drone up, went over there, flew around it. Uh, got enough for uh, warrants to go in there on that property and uh, yeah, hit a, hit a home run in there. So, yep, they're a good tool. How often do you use them for uh, poaching? Fine poachers. We do, we have them for that. But, well, I can't even give you a number, but it's a lot easier usually for him to be out and about and catch somebody doing that. We, we can fly them anytime with a thermal and look but you don't necessarily know who they are, what they're doing. I mean, because you can get along with that. could be the farmer looking for a cow. It can be a Boy Scout troop over here having a camp out. Um, we use them in targeted situations. We, we use them heavily on the border. We use them heavily for search and rescue. But what's funny is, and you know this is, ha I'll give you all a little insight on the border. We're working in a sector on the Rio Grande, and we will hold this perimeter. And what's funny is, you've seen this happen. You'll be sitting in a boat, and all of a sudden you'll hear, and this little thing will come in and it'll get right in front of it and you look at it. We don't know if it's ours or theirs. They have them too. Okay? Yeah. And, and that's how they're scouting a lot of these places. And so we look at it. It is very tempting for these old school game wardens. Because <laughs> they sit there with, I know what happens. Y'all sit there and go, I bet you can't. <laughs> I bet I can. And then Randolph gets up with an addle. <laughs> Captain Steve Stapleton and Warden Randolph McGee from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. A couple of our fine game wardens here in Texas. You might remember them from Lone Star Law. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Hunt five star. Book your spring upland bird hunt now. Your dog is welcome. Details at kinderoutdoors.com. This is Jimmy Houston. And when I'm not in the great outdoors... I'm sure thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. If you ever stop just once in West Texas at the very unique Herdware store and visit with the very unique Cecil Miskin, you'll make it a regular stop every time you pass by. We are on US-287, which is one of the oldest and most major U.S. highways still. We are 40 miles south and east of Amarillo. H-E-R-D, Herdware Store. We've got bison leather goods, vests, chaps, dusters, and bison hide coats, bison leather belts and wallets, bison leather shoes, art. We've got western artifacts. We've got native artifacts. The only way we can describe it is all things bison. If you're not interested in bison, don't stop. If you're interested in bison, come on and plan on spending 15 minutes to two hours and enjoy yourself. The only rule that we have in the store, and we've had it for many years, and we've only had one person ever break our rule, is if you're not having fun, we're going to ask you to leave. The most unique stop between the Gulf and the Pacific, Cecil Miskin and the Herdware Store, herdware.net. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy-class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists, studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. 
wildsheepfoundation.org. kids along. This is where heritage is guarded just for them. Kinder Outdoors. Proud partners with Patriot Mobile. If you were at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo, you may have seen my friends from Joshua Creek Ranch there. I hope you stopped by for a visit. I hope you'll take a trip to the place for a visit. Joshua Creek Ranch. The best bird hunting in Texas and now featuring high volume. European-style driven pheasant shooting experiences. You'll see more than a 1,000 pheasants in a single day. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Let's get back to that seminar at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo with Texas Game Wardens Steve Stapleton and Randolph McGee. What's going on with Lone Star Law? I'm a big fan. I still watch. I, uh, I guess the contract negotiation. Hey, every good thing must come to an end. And, uh, and you know, they had a set... Of, uh, of 11 ep- or 11 seasons of it and that was uh, where it, that's where it ended and I think in uh, what I heard from reality TV and everything once they reach a hundred episodes you know they're hey that's that's golden to them and uh, it's done a lot of good for Texas Parks and Wildlife a uh, lot of bad and um, and so it's just uh, is what it is and yeah hey, it was fun why it lasted hey they did a great job you guys did a great job excellent we, I, we appreciate that. What I, in the TV world? What it's so bizarre because what we've learned is, and the producers told us this: we're semi-big in the, in the states, but you know where we're really big? Germany. Really? <laughs> Go figure. Yes. And and this was apparent last year, two years ago. I took this cat through these halls over here. We get over to where the, the custom stock makers are with the wood stocks. Yeah. And this big German guy from five booths over stands up and sees him and turns into a Swifty. <laughs> and screams, that's him. And he runs at him and invites you over to Germany, come to the Autobahn. Are you kidding me? No. Loves him. And then goes into, and it turns out, there are three big shows in Germany, okay? Lone Star Law, okay? Walker, Texas Ranger, <laughs> and Baywatch. <laughs> hey, that's good company. And they love, they love some Randolph McGee. That's good company. That was Randolph's voice on the open of the show all the time. And uh, do you remember the, how that goes? Do you remember the words? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, every now and again, throw a bad guy in jail. <laughs> there you go. That was Randolph when the show opened up there. and uh, He gave that to me. I was nervous. I, uh, when that first started, yeah, hey, uh, I'm not, I'm a game warden. I'm yeah. not scared of anything. I'm not anything. But right. when there's five California guys in skinny jeans show up at your house and start yeah. filming you. That's disturbing. Yeah, I, I was scared. <laughs> I was really scared. It's true, true story. He calls me. And we, we said, the, we, the crew would show up and we'd do these shoots. And they kind of said, hey, we need to have this, this, and this for the opening. And one of the cues for the opening was we want to see... See him putting on his uniform and putting on his badge and everything. He calls me from his house like a hostage. He says, hey, they're inside my house. I'm like, where are you? I'm in my closet. They want me to get undressed and dressed from TV. I'm like, dad, do it. I'm uncomfortable with this. 
I said, no, it's going to be fine. It'll be, no, it's going to be tasteful. It's going to be all right. <laughs> did not, I did not like it. Remember when it all happened, you're like, this is not, when we first shot that, you're like, this is not going anywhere. No penalty will ever see this. And I was right, why not? Uh, when's the last time either one of you boys had to foot chase somebody? How'd that go? Foot chase? So I was minding my own business. <laughs> it's three in the morning, and I make that decision. I'm up late to walking. I'm going to check. I just make this mind that I'm going to check one more guy, and then I'm going to go home. Fatal error, right? I pull up, and there's this guy, and he's, he's that guy. He's in a van. He's brought a recliner, a full leather recliner to the lake, and he has it out of the van, and he's got it in full recline mode, and I pop out. Hey, buddy, stay game warden. I just need to check your fishing license. And he looks at me and goes, I ain't got one of them. And he goes back to fishing. And I'm like, hey, well, we're going to have a problem if you don't have one because, you know, it's what I do. So I said, well, why don't you go ahead and stand up? I said, you got ID? He's like, I have somewhere in my van. So we go over there in his van. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's all of it. And... We start rifling through it, and I was like, hey, and I get that feeling. I'm like, hey, man, you got anything on you I need to know about before we go any further? And he goes, I don't know. And he, another clue, he reaches in and pulls his pockets out. Both of them, for both, both front pockets. Which is a sign you've been to jail. Okay? When he does that, and then all of a sudden, in this hand, he's holding something. And I look at it, and then he looks at it. And then he looks back at me, and it's a nice big bag of methamphetamine. And I look at it, and then he looks at it, and we look back and forth at each other like this, and then he does this number. Oh. Yeah. And then he bolts like an Olympic sprinter this way, okay? I don't do much, but I do run. Yes, you do. You, you don't know this, but I'm hyper, okay? So, <laughs> be, so to, to get out of my system, I run, I run a lot. And anyway, so he takes off, so I... Right there with him. I'm like, hey, man. And I'm like running circles. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> anyway, and I'm like, you need to get on the ground. You need to get on the ground. And he stops and he goes, I just need you to know I've got AIDS. And I'm like, I don't care. And he takes off running again, all right? Yeah. And so he's already told me that, so I don't really want to lay hands on it. But anyway, we run for a little ways. And I shove him and knock him on the ground. And then I hear, oh, boy. And then I, he rolls over and he uses the universal sign of choking Randolph. He goes, <sighs> and I'm like, spit it up, because I'm not going to, yeah, spit it up. He rolls around, and finally I just, I jump on him again, and I knee him in his back. <clears throat> he spit it up. Good for you, buddy. You and he go. stands back up, and he takes off running no, again. come on. Yeah. He runs all the way to the boat ramp, runs out past the boat ramp, and he just keeps running. So it looks, and then all of a sudden he yells, help me, I'm drowning. And he goes down. And I'm like, dude, swim back because I'm not going to come. Yeah, come back. Yeah, anyway, he goes up and down. He finally stands up and he goes, I'm drowning. And I yell, stand up. And he does, and the water's this deep. <laughs> uh, the life of a game warden. So are we looking for wardens right now? Are we actively recruiting? Do we need help? Uh, yeah, we are always recruiting and um that's hey, what, one reason we're up here today, and hey, uh, seen a lot of people. I've already been up here for a few hours. A lot of people up here asking about the career, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But uh, with anything, they have uh, we're fixing to have a lot of people retire in this outfit. Uh -huh. 
you know, it's just they're at the stage of their career. You know, they've uh, served their time. And uh, we're about to hire 50 right now, and that's going to continue. That trend is going to continue here for the next several years. So I love what the state of Texas is doing. The uh, the migrant situation is is just horrid, uh, and they make you guys go down there and, and put in a lot of time on that border. And we appreciate you going to do that. I know it can't be your favorite thing to go leave your family and go to the border. Who, if you can talk about this, who are you seeing come across that border? It's uh, it's every uh, everybody around our globe. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. And not to get political, but you're asking a direct question, so I give you a, a direct answer. Um, we have stopped people, and it's not even apprehending. They're coming when they see us. In the old days, if we saw them, they saw us bolting. Now, yes. when they see us, they come to you. They they're telling, go to the army guys. They're friends, which we are, but. Uh, it's everybody from the South American countries, Guatemala, Honduras, um, El Salvador, but also the two bunches that I've stopped, which are crazy, uh, one bunch from inland China, and then another bunch from Tibet. Mm. You don't walk out of Tibet. Tibet is, to get here from Tibet is doing something. It really yeah. is. So, Bangladesh. Yeah, Bangladesh. Yeah, every, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Texas game wardens Randolph McGee and Captain Steve Stapleton. Great guys, proud to call them a friend. Hey, let's stretch our legs, grab a biscuit and a fresh cup of coffee and meet right back here. on the ground and in five-star lodges but never found a more welcome camp than this one kinder outdoors presented to you by patriot mobile america's only christian conservative wireless provider i'm billy kinder coming to you from the camp house just a few miles outside of beautiful alvord texas on highway 287 a historic highway that ribbons across these united states of america into beautiful places out west, Alvord is the gateway to the grasslands, the LBJ National Grasslands, affording great hunting and fishing and hiking and birding and nature opportunities for all good Americans. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the world's greatest dog fuel. Pick up the Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. North Dakota Game and Fish Department uh, conducted their annual midwinter waterfowl survey. Uh, early in January, and it's one of the longest-running coordinated migratory bird surveys in North America. And boy, did they find a lot of geese. <laughs> Biologists counted more than 300,000 Canadian geese this time around, and that's a new record. That's a new high. The old record, 222,000 Canadian geese. So not only is it a new record, it's a new record by a big number. So if you're plagued with Geese on your green grass in the winter? <laughs> there are now more of them. I'm not a big fan of flies. We have a lot of flies around here. There's a lot of livestock near us, and that means a lot of flies. But I read something this week from uh, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department that kind of changed my opinion about flies a little bit. I didn't know this, but we have more than 5,000 species of flies in the state of Texas. 
and they're more productive than I thought. Some are pollinators. Some are pest controllers. Many are a good protein source for other animals. And then there's those nasty maggots, larvae of some fly species. But, hey, maggots do the dirty work of a dumpster diner. And when they eat the bad stuff, we avoid health hazards. One fly species that can be found in Texas is the forid, P-H-O-R-I-D, forid flies. They're running tests with these flies to see if maybe they can help us control the invasion of fire ants. They have a habit of decapitating an ant. There you have it. More about flies than you really wanted to know. <laughs> We're enjoying a conversation that we had with an audience at the Dallas Safari Club a couple of weeks ago with Texas Game Wardens Randolph McGee and Captain Steve Stapleton. They apply, and then we put them through quite the process. They go through a process today of uh, what Garrett will go through is a, uh, several agility tests, rowing uh, on a rower, which sounds simple enough. It fails a lot of people. They go through this process of, of rowing, swimming. If they pass that, then they go and they will sit in front of a panel of game wardens and interview. And that sounds simple enough, but it is not. Yeah. And we ask them very simple questions, and you'd be surprised how many of them cannot answer the questions. Randolph will be on one of these interview boards coming up. And we'll go through all that. We will select the top batch out of that, and then we will do an extensive background um, review of them all the way down to their first girlfriend, their kindergarten teacher, their mom and dad, their wives, brothers, cousins. And then from there, we will select the cream of the crop. And if we like you and you pass all the hoops, you're not done yet. We will send you off to our high-speed academy in Hamilton, Texas, which is the best in the nation. Yeah, it is. And it's in the middle of nowhere for a reason, mm -hmm. Billy, because you get out there and it makes you rethink your life. And you realize when I leave here, I could go someplace even more desolate, like Presidio, you know, or Martha. <laughs> go work the board. Yeah, yeah exactly. So the academy is, is quite long. It's getting longer by the day. It's, it's right at eight months. This next round of cadets will probably be in there for nine months. Because Why is that? Why is it getting longer? So as a game There's warden. a lot to know, Billy. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that, Randolph. <laughs> so it's not as simple as just being a, a Texas game warden and knowing the laws and the regs for wildlife and wild places. But it's, it's extensive with that, and then saltwater regs, okay? And then inland regs, and then natural resource regs. And then past that, we're a peace officer. So then we have to learn the traffic code. Then we have to learn the penal code. And then we have to learn the secret of criminal procedures. And it drags on and drags on until wow. it's eight months. On top of all that, we train these guys, ladies and guys, to a high level of there's a lot of swimming. Uh, there's a lot of physical fitness. Uh, there's a lot of wildlife ID. For the college degree, you don't necessarily have to have a, a wildlife degree. We will take any degree that's four years. We get a lot of second career people. We, we get doctors. We get lawyers who've really? been off to the real world and want to come play. Yeah. And surprisingly, a lot of them may not be a duck hunter, and we have to teach them duck ID. So between that and everything else, it spans out eight, nine months. So it's quite extensive. So, And also, though, when you're in the academy for eight or nine months, by the time we give you an assignment, it doesn't matter where it is. You're just glad to go somewhere else other than there. <laughs> Pretty rigorous process to become a 
game warden in the great state of Texas. We've got a lot more from Randolph and Steve. You're going to have fun listening to these guys today. I promise you, stick around. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. There's a lot of different Pro Plan formulas. You'll notice that when you visit the dog food aisle at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. But there's a reason for that. There's a lot of different dogs. Young dogs, old dogs, active dogs, and couch potatoes. Working dogs. And dogs with special needs or conditions, like an intolerance to grain or an itchy coat. There's a Pro Plan for that. Pick up a bag of Pro Plan today. You'll have a healthier dog for it. Purina Pro Plan at Atwood. Too many times in this country when we pay our bills for things that are necessary in our lives, that money goes to support causes that we don't. I feel like I talk to a lot of red-blooded, flag-waving, God-and-country patriots on this show each and every week. We love our country. We love our freedoms. Well, guess what? So does Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, with the same great 4G and 5G coverage nationwide that you've come to expect. The same coverage. But when you pay your bill, that dollar is going to help fight for our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms. The right to bear arms, sanctity of life, the needs of our veterans and first responders. That's why I have Patriot Mobile and I recommend it for you. Learn more about them and get free activation with the promo code KINDER, K-I-N-D-E-R, Patriot Mobile. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. I wish you could see the incredible pheasant mount that I got back from my buddy Roy Holdridge at True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas. The mount of these pheasants in their native habitat is just phenomenal. I really try to preserve my memories from the field in a way that's worthy of spending the time and money on taxidermy. So when my son and I shot these two pheasants on the rise up in South Dakota, I tucked them away from the meat birds because I knew I wanted to send them to Roy. I also gathered up some of the corn stalks and dirt and stubble that we were hunting in. Roy took those raw products and recreated an unbelievable replica of our memory. In fact, you can see it at kinderoutdoors.com. Roy can do this for you, too. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org. True Life Taxidermy, Granbury, Texas. Once upon a time, long, long ago, elk 
roamed bountifully across most of North America. Their bugle cut the early morning fog in the hills of Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, coast to coast. And then they were gone. But in 1984, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation was born. And since then, a quarter of a million people have joined the elk effort. Nearly nine and a half million acres have been preserved or access opened up to the public. There are more than 500 RMEF chapters. And the way we go about our business makes us one of the most efficient and effective conservation organizations in the U.S. The Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation plays a leading role in restoring elk to their historic habitat. Today, make a difference in the world. Make an impact. Learn how at rmef.org. Switch to Patriot Mobile and you'll be promoting and educating American youth in the principles of freedom, free markets, and limited government. This is Patriot Mobile's Kinder Outdoors. Thank you to our longtime friends at Purina Pro Plan for providing an incredible fuel for our hardworking bird dogs all these years and for bringing you this corner of the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Back to Captain Steve Stapleton and Warden Randolph McGee from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. I'm driving down Highway 19 at the River Bridge. I look over and I see a guy sitting on a pickle bucket with a rod and reel fishing in the Sabine River. And I think to myself, Randolph, hey, I'm a game warden. I'll check him. So I pull down past the, the embankment, drive all the way up to him, pull up to the pickle bucket, put it in park, get out, walk up, and this dude still has not seen me. Okay? That's how sneaky we are. Walk right behind him, have to lean in front of him. Hey, buddy. And he kind of turns around like this, and all of a sudden, we're trained at that high level. He has that look, uh -huh. okay? Yeah. And I just go into, hey, buddy, go ahead and stand up. Before we even go any places, is there something on you that I need to know about? Good question. Yep. And he does this. This is, and this is very insightful. It's a big clue. It happens fast, so pay attention, because most trained people don't see this. I say, is there anything on you I need to know about? And this guy does this. <laughs> he just gave up. So I get in there, all right? And I pat him down. I grab this pocket, and I feel a bag of something. I'm like, hey, man, hey, man, what, what is that? And he turns around, honest, okay? You asked yeah, about being honest. honest. He turns around and goes, I said, what is that? And he goes, that's my weed. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Okay, I pull it out. I go to this pocket and I feel something, and it's long, and it's kind of mushy, and it's running down here. And I grab it and I'm like, "Oh, what is that?" And he goes, "That's my cream." Oh, yeah, yeah, it's antifungal cream. Anyway, okay. get through all through this. Hey, he's wanted. We're going to jail for the dough, whole nine yards. I look at him, and it has to be weird because it's Van Zandt County. I'm like, hey, man, you got any ID on you? Because we're going to have to book in jail. And he goes, no. DPS took that from me like, I don't know, two or three DWIs ago. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we're going to have to book you in. He goes, wait. And he gets real excited. He goes, I've got my racing ID if you'd like to see that. It's Van Zandt County. It happens. Oh, yeah. I'm like, 
I would love to see that. I've already got him handcuffed. So we get into his wallet and we pull out an indoor Garland Grand, Grand Prix go-kart racing ID. All right. With his picture on the front with a cigar. <laughs> there but he was go. honest. But he was honest. He was honest. Yeah, they're all honest. I pulled up there to... Uh, we have some scrap metal thieves up there in Fannin County the other day. And here's how uh, honest people are. And I've got a couple stories about honest people. But you laugh because normally we get lied to, but sometimes it's all about how you ask mm -hmm. and everything. So they're over there. There's this old farmer's house up there, and there's some scrap metal laying out there everywhere. And there's a problem about people stealing this stuff to go down to sell it for their fix or whatever. And, uh, and I said, hey. Well, he took off when you started that story. You did. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> Get him back here. I said, hey. I said, hey, I'm, are you just sitting there help, uh, helping this farmer uh, pick up his stuff? And he, I, and he goes, he goes, I'm stealing it. <laughs> I said, all right. <laughs> hey, the best one the other day, though, was uh, there was uh, there was a guy, hey, like the guy on the pickle bucket. There was a guy fishing, and it was nasty weather and everything, and I didn't imagine him catching any crappie, but this guy down in a boat, and I said, hey, you catching any? And he said, I'm about to my limit. And uh, I said, okay, raise up the cooler lid. This guy's by himself, and you can't fit another crappie oh, in this boy. cooler. And I thought of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I've, got, I've got a 25-fish cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and hey, this guy, and it's, it's up the rocks and all that. Uh, I, he started counting them. And uh, he said, Mr. Warden, I'm way over my limit. I said, I can see that. I said, which boat ramp did you put in? It was up there at Lake Bonham, right there. There was two boat ramps. He said, I put in on the north end. And I said, could I trust you to take all those fish around and meet me at the north end boat ramp? And he said, no, sir, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. I said, let's bring them up the hill. So uh, I like it. <laughs> people are honest. But sometimes, hey, I made a really good deer case the other day. And, uh, you know, talk about people being honest. But sometimes we put them in that position to, uh, you know, we kind of guide them down the path of righteousness, you know, that they need to take. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, I had some, uh, about some fourth-hand information on a couple big bucks that were taken up there in Fannin County and possibly a doe out of season. And I went to that uh, guy's house and... Boom, 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 knocked on his door. And when he come to the door, he had that look <laughs> that Steve's talking about, that look. And, hey, I'm just, I went into, hey, man, I heard you killed a big deer. There's some rumors about it, and we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to get, uh, get rid of those rumors right now and make sure that deer's legal. And he just drops his head <laughs> like a, we're not going to make it legal, man. So, but uh, hey, great, great case, and uh, yeah, he never do get to the bottom of all those deer cases. I didn't yeah. know exactly where he shot them, but uh, he was in enough trouble there. So, uh, have you, have either of you guys ever uh, approached anyone in the field that was hunting with an atlatl? I didn't bring my sling with me. <laughs> How many of you know what an atlatl is? I mean, it's legal, right? State of Texas, you can hunt with an atlatl. And, and it's on the books for some reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guarantee you some commissioner or, or a constituent or a senator, I wanted it in there, and it shows up. What, what we've observed over the years is... I don't know what one is either. 
Don't head belly. It's some kind of a handheld uh, caveman club. Right. Right. Well, I don't know if you throw it or beat it uh, you throw over it. your head. You throw know. it, and it comes. The true owl, like you're talking about, is on a stick that's a launching stick, and they have another long stick with a projectile point on the end of it, and they walk up and just chunk it. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Now, he's really got into slingshots all of a sudden, and, and more more precise shepherd slings. Right. Billy, we spend We're talking a, about. <laughs> yeah, we've been. We happen to go to the border and have a lot of time on our hands down there sometimes and we're up there on the bank and uh and we're looking at some uh primitive uh primitive ways to um to take you know some berries off a tree and things like that yeah. so a uh the good old-fashioned david and goliath shepherd sling uh i have perfected it pretty good and, no uh, kidding yeah it, it, it's handmade a lot of fun. materials from the real handmade, yeah I, uh, from parachute cord i'll be darned is there ever any wagering between wardens? Yeah, let's 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 correct it. He he has almost perfected it. He'll go to hucking this thing because it's monkey see, monkey do. He does something, and the next thing I know, the whole rest of my district all have them, and they're all doing this in the parking lot. Hey, so if he wants to hit this sign, he's pretty good. And hey, nine out of ten times he'll hit it. But one time out of ten times, it's going that way, all right? <laughs> and we've learned that the hard way, haven't we, Randolph? Pay for a few windows up there. Warden Randolph McGee and his homemade slingshot, along with Captain Steve Stapleton from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, a couple of our great game wardens. We had a lot of fun with them at the Dallas Safari Club show recently. Recorded it, playing it back for you today, just in case you couldn't make it. By the way, we're giving away a life membership to the Dallas Safari Club. That's a $1,600 value, and it's just a way of saying thank you so much for tuning in to Kinder Outdoors. Drop by kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, and throw your name in the hat. By the way, kinderoutdoors.com is a great place to go if you need to look up your local hunting and fishing regulations, or maybe you're going to be traveling across country. You live in Tennessee, but you're going to hunt Montana. All of the fish and game laws, state by state, all 50 states, are there. Just a click away at kinderoutdoors.com. Could come in pretty handy for you. Hi, I'm Toxie Hayes. I'm Cus Strickland. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. In my mossy oak. With Kinder Outdoors. years now you've heard me talking about how I love buffalo wool products for keeping me warm in extreme cold and cool in extreme heat. Well, I'm not the only guy to catch on to buffalo wool. Craig Boddington hunts all over the world. He does it in buffalo wool. The buffalo wool company didn't even know he was using the product until he sent them a note. That was just overwhelming and mind-blowing and, and such a gracious thing. And Mr. Boddington is just the coolest guy ever. And it's really neat finding out that somebody is using your product, doing something amazing. Was it last year, the um, guy that won the, the CV series alone, Clay Hayes, on TV, somebody sent us a picture of our socks hanging in his little shed there. That I had no idea that somebody would be doing that, but it's neat. And then the, the number of mushers that we get to see using it, and we've now become fans of the sport because, because they're using it. Professional hunters, anglers, survivalists, and mushers depend on the Buffalo Wool Company to stay warm. You can, too. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com. 
These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. If you sell hunting, fishing, outdoors products, and you'd like to directly speak to folks like me that enjoy the great outdoors, this might be a great place for you to advertise. Kinder Outdoors. We reach many thousands of hunters and fishermen each and every week all across the country and right here at home. This is the perfect place for you to advertise your goods and services. This puts you in the pickup, in the blind, and on the boat when we are. Come see us at kinderoutdoors.com to learn more. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th. 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator, or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. 
Flush that old bird dog out of that chair and have a seat. You're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. Proud partners with Patriot Mobile. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors, one of my favorite places to visit, and I do get around, is Joshua Creek Ranch down in the Texas Hill Country. If you haven't been yet, you need to go and take the family. They have memberships now. They came up with these a couple of years ago uh, that will make it easier for you to visit the ranch more often. Those memberships come in the form of individual, family, or corporate, whatever fits your situation best. Endorsed by Orvis, Beretta, Federal Select, Shooting Sportsman, and hunters that know from around the globe, Joshua Creek Ranch is simply the best. A premier hunting lodge and Texas Hill Country Sporting Resort. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Captain Steve Stapleton and Warden Randolph McGee. We got together at the Dallas Safari Club a couple of weeks ago and had a Great time together with a live audience. People are always finding a new way to bend the rules to work something in our advantage. Uh, drones, have you, have you had any situations with fishermen or deer hunters, people using drones, legally, illegally? Uh, yeah, hey, up there, there's some guys, there are some drones out there uh, looking for hogs with the thermal imaging devices on them and everything, and they send them up, and these things are cost fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. And these guys that can afford it for little toys, they've got them. And, um, and now we have, uh, we have rules. You know, they come out with the technology, and then we got to catch up with the rules to, you know, to, to make it legal and all that kind of stuff because uh, people are going scouting with these things, and I don't know, I have mixed opinions on all that, but go ahead. Now let's, let's quiz the crowd. I'm a duck hunter, and I need to go scout this pond over here, see if my ducks are in there. It's a lot easier if I launch my drone and I Mr. look. Cotton looks guilty right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cotton, is that legal? You go look at a hole and see if it has ducks? Yeah, with the drone. This is how complicated things have got, okay? This, and it's become very complicated. The answer is, that is illegal. I was told if you fly the drone, call the game warden and tell him you're going to fly. That's because Trent Hirschman's your game warden. <laughs> it, hey, it is illegal. To do it, you have to actually apply for a permit, an aerial permit, with us to conduct it. Um, all these big ranches, when they do their surveys, they have to apply for a permit to do it. Same thing with helicopters. What about the guy sitting in a deer blind and he wonders what's in those woods over there? Should he go eat breakfast or sit a little longer? Same, same thing? You have to Anybody. check out to legally, all right, so there's, uh, it's black and white. Yes, it is illegal, but uh, and people are good at getting creative instead of flying that drone over there to see if there's any ducks. Hey, I'm going to check and see if there's any water in that pond. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Liars. So, hey, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going over there to, yeah, see how many cedar trees I need to, Get out over there. Yes, sir. So then with the, uh, with the drone conversation, what's the difference between a, a drone and a cellular game camera? Great question. <laughs> it, it's, it's the aerial part of it. So that, that's, and that's, that's a federal law, too. So there's the Airborne Sportsman Act is really where that's found. Billy, this is why our academy is nine months long. It's because of this kind of stuff. So, but... Uh, yeah, camera, I used to redefine the world, but it doesn't get airborne. So, But the minute it does get airborne, yeah, then it falls under that, that statute. So, so it is. 
It is. You've got to get a aerial permit through our department. And uh, I bel- me personally, I think it, it's getting ridiculous to have to do that. <laughs> you can t- yeah, what? Yeah, edit that out, man. <laughs> you know, there can be too many rules, but, you know, what What can they do with it later? But uh, helicopter hog hunting, really popular up here. Uh, they have to apply for a, a landowner authorization to be, be able to have permission to fly on that property. It is a permit that they get through us. And like he said, it's an aerial deal, and a drone is considered in that. And it's used in aid of scouting and, um, and doing that. So, got to have it. But hey, on the same topic of, of technology and everything, it's, it's funny in game warden world how things have changed. In the old days of being a game warden, we made our cases three ways, okay? Hard work, remember that? Yeah. Hey, ex-wives, okay? <laughs> Rick, wait a minute, pause. Yeah. Right, really? Yes. You'd go to the ex-wife. Uh, uh, we don't go to the ex-wife. She'd come to us. Oh. You won't believe what Billy Bob done drug home. Sorry, piece of crap. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah. So, so three things. Remember this. Hard work, ex-wives, and the coup de grace, jilted hunting buddies that you've done wrong. So we made them back then. Now, the world's changed. We make our cases three ways. Okay? Game cameras. Facebook, Twitter, because people can't help it, okay? They just can't witness that dear case he made. And when we show up and knock on the door and we say, you know why we're here? They have no idea. <laughs> we have Facebook. Holy cow. Man, that, that, one of you guys, I think it was one of you two boys that told me a few years ago about a, a guy that had poached a deer on Granny's place. And Granny had been wanting to shoot that deer. Do y'all remember that case? Who, who told me that? Hey, that was me. That was an OGT. Hey, OGT. Yeah, OGT case. Operation Game Thief. And we get an 800 call in the middle of the night. And Grant, I mean, what it was was grandson had shot the deer. Grandma called in on it is what happened. And turned in grandkids how it all went down. Yes, and that's and well, that's a heck of a grandma. Yeah, right there. <laughs> straight up, she wants to shoot that deer. Yes, sir. You have a question, GB? Now, on the topic of making cases, do y'all get to use drones? Do we get to use drones? Um, I hope you do. Yeah, yeah, we we have got drones, and uh, what is funny about these drones is we work for a state agency, and we have this. We have se- how, how many? Several of these twenty thousand dollar drones. And uh, but they have to have authorization from the FAA to uh, get them up. I can run down to uh, Best Buy and pay six hundred dollars and start flying one immediately around here. But uh, but yes, it's a it's you know it's uh, government stuff and everything. But yes, we can go and uh, and we can use them. And a lot of times for search and rescue, had uh, made a really good case a couple years ago. A guy was on on some property. Uh, could not see the property from adjacent property. It was just, uh, and he had over two hundred thousand dollars worth of stolen equipment and stuff over there. And I put the drone up, went over there, flew around it, uh, got enough for uh, warrants to go in there on that property, and uh, yeah, hit a, hit a home run in there. So, mm. yep, they're a good tool. How often do you use them for uh, poaching? 
buying poachers? At that time. We do. We have them for that. But, well, I can't even give you a number, but it's a lot easier usually for him to be out and about and catch somebody doing that. We, we can fly them anytime with a thermal and look, but you don't necessarily know who they are, what they're doing. I mean, because you can get along with that. could be the farmer looking for a cow. It can be a Boy Scout troop over here having a camp out. Uh, we use them in targeted situations. We, we use them heavily on the border. We use them heavily for search and rescue. But what's funny is, and you know this is, I'll give you all a little insight on the border. We're working in a sector on the Rio Grande, and we will hold this perimeter. And what's funny is, you've seen this happen. You'll be sitting in a boat, and all of a sudden you'll hear, and this little thing will come in, and it'll get right in front of you, and you look at it. We don't know if it's ours or theirs. They have them too. Okay? Yeah. And that's how they're scouting a lot of these places. And so we look at it. It is very tempting for these old school game wardens. Because <laughs> they sit there with, I know what happens. Y'all sit there and go, I bet you can't. I bet I can. And then Randolph gets up with an addle. <laughs> Our shepherd's Our Texas game wardens brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. World-class upland bird hunting. Low-fence, naturally-occurring axis deer as well. This is a big man, and uh, we're about to shoot some swine. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about shooting some pigs with Kinder Outdoors. Weatherford Truck Equipment has been supplying premium truck accessories and equipment since 1997. Chip Knees and the crew at Weatherford Truck Equipment are pros that can totally equip your farm, work, or town truck to totally suit your needs. Flatbeds, grill guards, bumpers, bed covers, toolboxes, hitches, running boards, or any custom fabrication that you can scheme up for your truck. Weatherford Truck Equipment is located at 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford, Texas, just 20 minutes west of Fort Worth. Visit online at weatherfordtruck.com and take a look at the exceptional quality in our truck accessories and customized metal fabrication. Ranch truck, service truck, special purpose truck, it's all at Weatherford Truck Equipment. Contact Chip and set up an appointment to talk over your truck accessory or custom fabrication needs. Weatherford Truck Equipment, 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com. Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations.
Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds, when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas Pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees and have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road. Tailing redfish on the fly rod, fresh walleye in a skillet, big tom turkeys running to your call, a massive 6x6 within 30 yards, and a new personal best in the bass boat. That's life at our camp at Kender Outdoors. Presented to you by Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. I always enjoy my visits with the wardens. Warden Randolph McGee and Captain Steve Stapleton from the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. What's going on with Lone Star Law? I'm a big fan. I still watch. I, uh, I guess the contract negotiation. Hey, every good thing must come to an end. And, uh, and you know, they had a set of, uh, of 11, ep- or 11 seasons of it. And that was uh, where it, that's where it ended. And I think in uh, what I heard from reality TV and everything, once they reach 100 episodes, you know, they're... Hey, that's that's golden to them, and uh, it's done a lot of good for Texas Parks and Wildlife, uh, a lot of bad, and um, and so it's just uh, is what it is, and yeah, hey, it was fun while it lasted. Hey, they did a great job. You guys did a great job. Excellent. We I, we appreciate that. What I, in the TV world? What it's so bizarre because what we've learned is, and the producers told us this, we're semi big in in the states, but you know where we're really big. Germany. Really? Go figure, yes. And, and this was apparent last year, two years ago, 
I took this cat through these halls over here. We get over to where the, the custom stock makers are with the wood stocks. Yeah. And this big German guy from five booths over stands up and sees him and turns into a Swifty. <laughs> and screams, that's him! And he runs at him and invites you over to Germany, come to the autobahn. Are you kidding me? No, loves him. And then goes into, and it turns out there are three big shows in Germany. Okay? Lone Star Law. Okay? Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> And Baywatch. <laughs> hey, that's good company. And they love they love some Randolph McGee. That's good company. That was Randolph's voice on the open of the show all the time. And uh, do you remember the, how that goes? Do you remember the words? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Every now and again, throw a bad guy in jail. <laughs> there you go. That was yeah. Randolph when the show opened up there, and uh, he gave that to me. I was nervous I, uh, when that first started. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm not. I'm a game warden. I'm yeah. not scared of anything. I'm not anything. But right. when there's five California guys in skinny jeans show up at your house and start yeah. filming you. That's disturbing. Yeah, I, I was scared. <laughs> I was really scared. True, true story. He calls me. And we, we said the, we, the crew would show up and we'd do these shoots. And they kind of said, hey, we need to have this, this, and this for the opening. And one of the cues for the opening was we want to see, see him putting on his uniform and putting on his badge and everything. He calls me from his house like a hostage. And he says, hey. They're inside my house. I'm like, where are you? I'm in my closet. They want me to get undressed and dressed on TV. I'm like, yeah, do it. I'm uncomfortable with this. I said, no, it's going to be fine. It'll be, no, it's going to be tasteful. It's going to be all right. I did not, I did not like it. Remember when it all happened, you're like, this is not... When we first shot that, you were like, this is not going anywhere. No pal, you'll ever see this. And I was right, why not? Uh, when's the last time either one of you boys had to foot chase somebody? How'd that go? Foot chase? So I was minding my own business. <laughs> it's three in the morning, and I make that decision. I'm up late to Walkany, Okay. The TV show people call it Tawakoni, but it's Tawakoni, all right? Uh... I'm gonna check. I just make this mind that I'm gonna check one more guy, and then I'm gonna go home. Fatal error, right? I pull up, and there's this guy, and he's he's that guy. He's in a van. He's brought a recliner, a full leather recliner, to the lake, and he has it out of the van, and he's got it in full recline mode. And I pop out, hey buddy, stay game warden. I just need to check your fishing license. And he looks at me, and goes, I ain't got one of them. And he goes back to fishing. And I'm like, hey, well, we're going to have a problem if you don't have one because, you know, it's what I do. So I said, why don't you go ahead and stand up? I said, you got ID? He's like, I have somewhere in my van. So we go over there in his van. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's all of it. And we start rifling through it. And I was like, hey, and I get that feeling. I'm like, hey, man, you got anything on you I need to know about before we go any further? And he goes, I don't know. And it, another clue, he reaches in and pulls his pockets out. Both of them, both, both front pockets. Which is a sign you've been to jail. Okay? When he does that, and all of a sudden in this hand, he's holding something. And I look at it, and then he looks at it. And then he looks back at me, and it's a nice big bag of methamphetamine. And I look at it, and then he looks at it. And we look back and forth at each other like this. And then he does this number. Yeah. And then he bolts 
like an Olympic sprinter this way, okay? I don't do much, but I do run. Yes, you do. You, you don't know this, but I'm hyper, okay? So, the, <laughs> so to, to get out of my system, I run, I run a lot. And anyway, so he takes off. So I'm right there with him. I'm like, hey, man, and I'm like running in circles. I'm like, hey, man, yeah, what, what, what are we do? <laughs> anyway, and I'm like, you need to get on the ground. You need to get on the ground. And he stops and he goes, I just need you to know I've got AIDS. And I'm like, I don't care. And he takes off running again, all right? Yeah. And so he's already told me that, so I don't really want to lay hands on it. But anyway, we run for a little ways. And I shove him and knock him on the ground. And then I hear, oh, boy. And then I, he rolls over and he uses the universal sign of choking Randolph. He goes, and I'm like, spit it up. Because I'm not going to, yeah, spit it up. He rolls around, and finally I just, I jump on him again, and I knee him in his back. <coughs> he spit it up. Good for you, buddy. There and he go. stands back up, and he takes off running no, again. Oh, come on. Yeah. He runs all the way to the boat ramp, runs out down past the boat ramp, and he just keeps running. So it looks, and then all of a sudden he yells, help me, I'm drowning. And he goes down. And I'm like, dude, swim back because I'm not going to come. Yeah, come back. Yeah, anyway, he goes up and down. He finally stands up and he goes, I'm drowning. And I yell, stand up. And he does, and the water's this deep. The life of a game warden. So are we looking for wardens right now? Are we actively recruiting? Do we need help? Uh, yeah, we are always recruiting. And um, that, that's hey, what, one reason we're up here today. And I've uh, seen a lot of people. I've already been up here for a few hours. A lot of people up here asking about the career. And um, it's a lot of fun. But uh, with anything, they have uh, we're fixing to have a lot of people retire in this outfit. Uh -huh. You know, it's just they're at the stage of their career. You know, they've uh, served their time. And uh, we're about to hire 50 right now, and that's going to continue. That trend is going to continue here for the next several years. So I love what the state of Texas is doing. The uh, the migrant situation is is just horrid, uh, and they make you guys go down there and, and put in a lot of time on that border. And we appreciate you going to do that. I know it can't be your favorite thing to go leave your family and go to the border. Who, if you can talk about this, who are you seeing come across that border? It's uh, it's every uh, everybody around our globe. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. And not to get political, but you're asking a direct question, so I give you a, a direct answer. Um, we have stopped people and apprehend. It's not even apprehending. They're coming when they see us. In the old days, if we saw them, they saw us bolting. Now, yes. when they see us, they come to you. They they're telling, go to the army guys. They're friends, which we are, but. Uh, it's everybody from the South American countries, Guatemala, Honduras, um, El Salvador, but also the two bunches that I've stopped, which are crazy, uh, one bunch from inland China, and then another bunch from Tibet. Mm. You don't walk out of Tibet. Tibet is, to get here from Tibet is doing something. It really yeah. is. So, Bangladesh. Yeah, Bangladesh. Yeah, every, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Lodging, dining, hosting. Go spend some time with them at Joshua Creek. Hey, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the time we've had together in this camp house today and invite you back next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. <laughs> <laughs>